thank you. Thank you so much for that. I'm Keith Teedy. I'm the host of New Media Central, a weekly podcast I put out. Um, last week, I talked about a possible future that could be really, really cool. And I'm absolutely certain that that's going to happen. However, in the meantime, we got to get from here to there. And we get there by doing certain things. For me, it's my three tenets. It's the three things that are important to me that I want to make sure I check back in on every day, and especially right before I'm getting ready to do my podcast, because it's it's things to me that are important that we have to keep in mind so that we're on the right path to get us to that awesome future that's waiting for us out there. Uh, Technology could be so cool, could be so cool for everybody. And it will be, I'm, I'm relatively certain. But we got to get from here to there. And the way we do it is we work hard every day with our decisions of how we want to go. To me, it's better if you write them down, as I did, and I put them on audio so that you guys could hear them. Uh, however, there's a huge uh, advantage to doing that, that a lot of you probably already know about. But anyway, this uh, just listen, here it is. It's I think it's pretty good, and um, it wouldn't hurt everybody to come up with some plans of things they want to make sure they visit every day to make sure they're staying on the right path. It doesn't have to be my three. It probably won't be. But as you uh, as you go along and you decide you want to move forward every day, then you got to come up with a plan. And here's mine. Love. Love is everything. We don't always realize it, but love is what we live for. It's the only thing we live for. Everything else we do is just a process that keeps the vessel alive so that we can love. There's love all around us, always. But often we don't notice and we focus instead on the negatives. If we focus on love, our lives will be much more comfortable and we can be happier. It's obvious with pets. Pets can see right through all the BS. If pets come to you and want to be with you, then you know you're on the right path. It's also obvious with plants. Plants grow much faster and stronger when they grow in a loving atmosphere. It's also obvious with other people. If you truly love someone, they can't help but love you back. The reality is, we all love each other completely from the time we're born until we die. Sometimes, however, we allow negative thoughts to make it seem like we don't. The inhabitants of this planet will never be in a situation like we think of when we think of the Garden of Eden. Because we're physical beings, we will always be responsible for keeping the physical side alive, which requires effort and responsibility. A place where there's no cares, no worries, and total knowledge cannot exist in our physical world. That's a place we go to after we leave this place. For now, the Garden of Eden, or Heaven, or whatever we call it, can only exist in our minds. But we keep it alive, and we have it as a goal. We want to get as close to it as we can. It can sometimes seem like a burden to have to live in such a hard place, but being here is the greatest gift we could ever be given. I believe the physical existence that we endure on this planet is a blessing, and it's also a limited occupancy opportunity. 
All the other souls in the cosmos are waiting for their opportunity to experience because physical existence is the price ring for souls. Physicality gives us something they can never have. Feelings. For them, pure intellect would be traded for a physical body and a heartbeat, which is also something they long for. Our trade-off for this gift is limited knowledge because knowing all would defeat our reason for being here. We're here to experience this plane of existence, and omni-intelligence would remove that from our ability. We sometimes fool ourselves believing that we are very smart, and maybe even at the top of the intellect pile. But in the big picture, we know almost nothing, by design. The 8 billion people that inhabit this planet seems like a large number, but in comparison to the number of souls in the cosmos, it's minuscule. We're blessed with our physical bodies. We should always keep this in mind, knowing that we are the luckiest of the lucky. I mean, omnificence can probably get kind of boring. So anytime you're feeling down, because nothing seems to be going right in your life, remember, we are the luckiest beings in the cosmos. Our highest goal should be striving to be the best humans we can, knowing that's why we're here. We can use that principle to help us through the trials and tribulations of existence knowing that it truly is a gift. To not put forth the effort to realize our greatest potential is the biggest sin we can commit. Energy. There's energy all around us at all times, and we can tap into that energy. Negative thoughts repel and destroy energy. Logically, releasing our negative thoughts and focusing on positive thoughts will envelop us in energy. Love amplifies energy. Life requires strength, and strength comes from energy. We were designed to work hard every day. It gives us a satisfaction that's not available in any other way. It takes abundant energy to get up every day and hit the ground running, and that's why energy is so very necessary. Truth. The truth is in me. That's a mantra I use to remind me that the truth is inside of me, naturally. On some level, we all know it. Sadly, we work very hard at avoiding it and distorting it. We accuse others of dishonesty when we don't really know if that's true or not. We do it to feel better about our own dishonesty. If we focus on ensuring that we're always truthful, nothing else matters. It's hard at first, but like everything else, the more you practice, the easier it gets. So what is truth, anyways? Is it the majority rule? 75% of the people on the planet believe the sky is blue, so the sky is blue. Does that really make it so? Does that make it true? Do our truths match objective reality or are our truths more pragmatic? Where if the statement leads to success or is beneficial in some way, it must be true. As an example, if we have clear goals and work hard and exert maximum effort, we'll be successful. It's a noble goal, but is it truth? To me, that's a partial truth. There's a lot more to success and there are a million definitions of success, so that statement can't be totally true. As a result, we spend our lives searching for truth because there's no definitive way to prove anything. This should not disturb you though. There are fundamental truths in our universe. The cool thing is that there is a grand plan for the cosmos and we're bound by it. The downside is there's no book that has all the truths that we can seek written down for us to go to and look things up. Some say that's the Bible. Others say it's the Quran. Who really knows for sure? 
Other philosophical books that have been written throughout history are also resources in our search for the truth. For example, Analects of Confucius, The Art of War by Sun Tzu, Meditations by Marcus Aurelius, and The Republic by Plato, these are all man-made. And even though some say they were written with divine intervention, they're still man-made and therefore cannot be 100% accurate. Also, in many ways, these books contradict each other and therefore they couldn't be the be-all end-all. Discovering those truths is part of why we're here. Through meditation, we can uncover small amounts of truth and even pass that learning along to our fellow humans if we desire. This is where interpretation comes in. My truth might be different from your truth, and that's one of the dichotomies of life. So we're all tasked with discovering our own truths. Know it comes from these, knowing that it all comes from the same grand plan. So it works for us. Continued learning is what we do to discover for ourselves what our truths are.